Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. We're on to our seventh pod of December, final pod of 2018. I'm pretty burnt out and tired. How are you feeling? No complaints. No days off. Come on, Ted Todds. No days off. No days off. No, no days, days off. off. No days off. <gasps> We're FA, FA Cup pod two days from now. Let's go. We both got little fucking green arrows to ring in the new year, so that's cool. Yeah, a little, little 12k rise up to 150 for me. I'm, I'm gonna, get, I'm getting there. It's, it's all happening. We're hanging around, hanging yeah, around, hanging, hanging around. Yeah, uh, 57 for me. Uh, Captain Raz had a nice little triple, full house of returns from forwards with Rondon, Kane, and Jimenez. And you know, kind of little small, steady chips in everywhere. A little sun assist here, a little chamber clean there, a little Tony M assist here, and it all, you know, yeah. Your boys, dude. When you get a Rondon return and a chamber return, like that's <laughs> auto green, yeah. auto happy. Yeah, that's just a big, big, big moments for me. Every time Rondon gets a return, it's easily the happiest I am of anyone on my team. It's one of the best picks you've made. In like the last three seasons, I feel like. With just like the judging how left field it was and how good it's been. It's been fucking fantastic. Hey, he's only blanked once in like the five starts I've started him for since I got him. It was pretty good. Rhonda. Rhonda Rousey yeah. at it again. How about you? How did you uh, fare? Yeah, solid 56. Um, kind of same. I mean, Cap Raz, but I also got. You know, nice forward line, Kane, Mitro, and Rash, which came through. Same sun assist. Alonzo clean with yellow, but yeah, I mean, good. Good stuff. If Alonzo didn't get a yellow, we'd have the exact same points. All right, there we go. Yeah, so a little rise for me. I'm up to 174K. Eye on the prize, baby. So, yeah, I mean, we have one day off before, what, two days off? One day off. We have Monday, no games, and then Tuesday games. Tuesday games. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a ridiculous joke. <laughs> I didn't even I know when Wednesday New Year's was 10 well, minutes fucking, before we started. And it's like, you're tomorrow. a fucking idiot there. I can't help you with that. Yeah, I mean, who, who cares about the date? You know what I'm saying? All right. Dude, fucking bullshit so we can keep going. So, shout out FMLPL Prize League slash Mug League winner for December, FC Tempe. A.K. Alex Walsh, inside job. Great job by him. Gone from 313K rank in game week 14 before December started, and he's 11K now. That is how you fucking win mugs, coasters, life, everything. Great job by him. 
Shout out to Goal Scorers Challenge League leader so far. Another Tempe resident, Scott Desert Bug, takes the lead. Paul Brace, huge week for Scott, huge week for Arizona. And lastly, shout out to the top of the FML Field Public League. I mean, it's Pajolski every fucking week forever. He's literally fifth overall, so no one's going to take his spot. Maybe I'll start doing like a top five or something because he's not going to change. So that's, you know, keep keep doing your thing, Pajolski. Uh, all right, let's go on. All right, where do we want to kick off? And should we just start with United again? It's pretty fresh. It's just this is just United Pod. Yeah, we're just United Pod. Yeah. Jay Flan slides at another two goals and assist from Paul. With this post move form continuing, is your opinion on him evolving at all? If so, would he be a good replacement for Son after the Spuds United game? Take that one, buddy. I mean, yeah, I I kept saying in Slack all day, and people thought that I was trolling. I think, but we're not stupid. Like we we're constantly evolving mm, our opinions on players. I mean, stupid in that specific way. <laughs> I don't mean overarching stupidity, <laughs> but we we are always evolving our evaluations of players. If like the position changes, or the stats change, or the team change, or manager change, etc. So. I think you and I pretty saw pretty eye to eye on Paul before this week, and I think we're probably seeing eye to eye on Paul now, which is he was a totally different position today. He was in the box all day. Both of his strikes were, you know, not, not one was a tap and one was a header from four yards out or something like. Those are the things that he wasn't doing and really hasn't done since joining the Premier League. That always made him kind of a bad option and not a consistent goal scorer and he just like was like uh, he probably just looked at Bournemouth and thought yeah, this is a joke I'm just gonna go score because they're all jokes and yeah so I think he's definitely gone from like a, a decent option but I prefer the other guys to like yeah he's definitely an option yeah definitely an option I, I think it's just those two goals say speak volumes like you mentioned it's been Maybe forever since he was on like Juve when I've seen him get into the box. Yeah. He's normally not allowed. I mean, he took his you know a couple shots from distance that were fucking jokes as usual. But you know, if he, if he beforehand wasn't making those runs in, like kind of like David Silva esque late runner into the box down the middle, just unmarked, untracked. Obviously, you mentioned Bournemouth are fucking shambles. But if he's getting in there and making those type and having those types of opportunities, then he's definitely a fantastic option. Um, you know the assist was a cherry on top, but the issue with with Paul is that his fucking price is skyrocketing in yeah, flight. He's going it's up insane. tonight as well. Yeah, he's going up every second. He's like going up multiple times every twenty four hour period. He broke the system. Yeah, pretty so soon not, he's gonna be the same price as Sun, basically. Yeah, I mean it's if you wait until after Sun goes to make that swap, you got to be prepared to pay an extra like point four or something. So. Yeah. You know, it's it's not the end of the world, but it's a little bit annoying. But you know, thirteen, fifteen, eighteen in three weeks is ridiculous. And he's clearly just saying fuck you to Moo Mo Moo and yeah. sending, you know, flowers to him every night after he fucking hauls his life away and United are flying. But he put the team on his back today. I mean, he was just out of control good, so Paul in looks good. I'm I mean I'm still happy with Tony M. You know, Lingard was very surprising blind, but United is just I mean, I shouted 4-1, on actual shouted 4-1 yeah, before yeah, the game started. And I was saying, this is not going to be competitive. And you were like, oh, I think Bournemouth, blah, blah, blah. And then 
some other people start chiming in with their shit on Slack, obviously, but United are just free flowing and having fun, like rash that everyone's running around, interchanging. I mean, Paul was playing ahead of Martial for some periods this game. Yeah, as I was well, gonna so. say like social Solskjaer definitely deserves some tactical credit for for Paul's returns because it was very noticeable today that Rash was out wide wide right all the time, even though like nominally he's central striker. And that's when Paul would make the run into the box and either Tony would find him or Rash would find him and it was just great. And yeah, I mean yeah. all four of them were just I mean, they were basically playing like a four two four or something. Yeah, it was ba- really it's basically I mean, a four two four, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they were all just taking turns of making the run down the middle into the box. Like it was just really free flowing, and I mean, you know, the quality of the opposition is was there for everyone to see. They're playing fucking beer league players like Steve Cook and shit, so they're gonna have trouble there. But as we've been talking about with United, you know, these last three games are indicative of many of the games, the quality of the opposition they have coming up. I mean, they have at Spurs game week twenty two, which. Should be really open. I mean, I expect goals in that game. And then not until game 27 do they have a tough fixture against Liverpool. So definitely time to buy United. I mean, I've seen people with three United players, and I don't even have a problem with that because of their price. So Yeah, uh, you can't really have a problem with that at this point. I just then, really then, fucking hope that Rash's injury is not serious <laughs> because he was so good, and I was so happy with him and my, my team that he comes off with the strain. So Yeah, I think probably a little bit... If he to expect him to play Newcastle, if that's something real and it wasn't just a complete precaution taking off because, you know, whatever. But, you know, I mean, players are going to be due rest this week. We're definitely going to have some carnage team sheets. But in the in general, I've been seeing people, you know, Lukaku came back, blah, blah, blah. He scored an offside goal that should never have been given. That was insane. But he, I need to see Rashford, I need to see a week off between games and Lukaku start ahead of Rashford for me to have any concerns with Rashford. It's just, there's just no point. Yeah, and a lot of people are saying on Slack, including the United fans, that like they kind of just don't see Rom fitting as well because of the free flowing nature and the ability to go to either flank and run behind or come back. And it's just like, not sure Rom fits perfectly into the plans. Yeah, he's just going to be worse than any of the options they have right now. I think Alexis definitely will fit into this plan. We just need to see kind of where. Where his head's at, and if he has any ability left, because he hasn't really played, he hasn't put a few good games together in two years or so. So that's the only question with him. But in stylistically, he could slot in anywhere in that front three and be fantastic, I'm sure. So we'll, we'll see about that. But yeah, I mean, Rash still cheap, Knox annoying, but I still like all four of those options Martial, Rashford, Paul, definitely Paul in is a good thing, and, and uh, Lingard. Lingard. I, st- I still like Lingard. Yeah, I agree. They're all good. Um, moving on, we didn't really talk about Salah at all last week, and I'm not sure there's that much to say other than the fact that I think everyone should be making plans to get him in as soon as the City game is over. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you, you're gonna you're just going to be losing points to the field, especially now that he's going to go back into kind of a sort of a permacap for a while, starting with game week 22. Um, I mean... At United is really the only fixture until March, even until April, probably, that you wouldn't cap him. So I don't think you're going to be getting ahead of the field by going without Mo after the City game's out of the way. So, yeah, I agree with that completely. I mean, he's clearly back at his best. The more Milner's out, the more it helps him. That is a little bit of a thing that he would have just came in with two assists instead of two goals and two assists and oh, two dollars at Hall. Absolutely. So, yeah. 
I mean, that's something to think about. But I mean, regardless. I look like the he, biggest idiot ever. I'm like on BBC and on our pod and everything <laughs> being like, no, wait on Salah, like wait the tough attacking fixtures. Without the pens, I was pretty right. <laughs> but the pens happened, so. Yeah, and yeah. one was a dive by him, which was yeah. unfortunate for us non-owners as well. But yeah, he looks back at it and Liverpool are just blowing teams away again and they're they're looking like they're flowing bobs coming back to life and and one of, one of the main differences also with Salah as opposed to last year is obviously he's so much more expensive, but his ownership is also, he was like 95 last season and it's down to like 40 now. You know, so yeah. like you, it's not like last season where you kind of just have to get him in and it's basically just a blank spot in your team because literally everyone has him. Like there's going to be a window of time where people are like taking hits to get him and struggling to get him and stuff where if you jump on him right after City, you have him at a good ownership percentage, and you know you'll you'll game rank. Oh God, game week twenty three home palace. We know what that means for me. I'm fuck that week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not uh, capping against palace has been good for you so far this season, though. So yeah, it has been. It has been. All right. What what all? Where else are we going? Um, do you want to talk about Spurs at all? Yeah, sure. Um. They were awful. Yeah, they were fucking awful. The first half was just a walk in the park. It looked like a mockery of a game, and then the second half flipped the script on its head. It was really surprising. Um, I mean, they looked really laggy. Um, they just like didn't seem like they were up for the game in the second half. Yeah. It was like they didn't care about the result, like they weren't fighting for the three points or something. It was very strange. Well, what was also I mean, weird you- is the first half, sorry to cut you off, the first half was a walk in the park, and they obviously had their lead, but they didn't create anything the entire first half like they it looked like a dominating performance where they maybe win one nil maybe two nil but like it wasn't the type of game where i was like wow the spurs look so good first half so bad second half it was like they scraped by a like weird first half where kane scores a world on his left foot and then second half they just get fucking shit on yeah i saw it a little bit differently just because wolves were didn't did they didn't after Spurs got their first goal and they got the lead? I mean, they they scored relatively early, right? It was before what was it on like twenty minutes 20 or, a little before or something? Then? Yeah. I mean, the rest of that half was just not competitive. Spurs were just knocking it around, and they just were like making their little forays to try and break down Wolves, but they weren't really like going that nuts. I think they were kind of just happy with Wolves doing nothing. Wolves were doing nothing. They yeah, weren't. I mean, even that's fair, but you're not. You're never like safe on a one nil lead, you know. Like they should be going for two at least before they just go into like shut down, lay yeah. passes. No, that's mode. fair. That's fair. But I mean, I've seen Liverpool do that four or five times earlier in the season when they weren't going as well, and they just happened to you know walk the game one nil or two. They got a late goal two nil something like that. Yeah. I mean, I saw what they were doing and like just going into half. It was yeah. like, all right, this is just bullshit. Like yeah, they're just, just going to keep doing this. The game's over, but. Anyway, whatever we're talking about doesn't matter. I don't know why the fuck we're still talking about this, but realistically, they are still kind of a schizo team. I mean, Sun like couldn't get in there, and Wolves just they were tight and compact and organized, which is what we kind of expected. Which is why neither was Captain Kane. I mean, he got the goal obviously on the world he left foot, like you mentioned, but his stats were abysmal. They were just like they were like DM stats, yeah. and you know the game they just they couldn't get anything going it, it then we had an interesting talk cuz it reminded me of what you were saying about like the Bournemouth game and when we were talking about the Everton game like i am very not into captain and kane at cardiff because 
The bus games for Spurs. We've had two years of watching this Spurs team have difficulty break down buses. It's not a new thing, but we keep we still like always are like, oh, it's like a great on paper fixture. Like Spurs like Kane, it's like they're gonna beat the fuck beat right. the fuck out of them, and they consistently don't do that. I mean, they're really like a two goal cap game when they're playing these buses, unless if it's just like the other team completely collapses. Yeah, or a pen or something. Yeah, or a pen or something. Like, but in general, I mean, they don't create against buses. They fucking suck against buses. They can't do anything. So, like, the, is at Cardiff a good fixture? I mean, it's good. It's not it's like good. at Liverpool. They it's win. a good, they should win the game, and I expect them to win the game, but I don't expect four. You know, I, I just don't expect that anymore. And, and I feel like we don't, like we have the bias of just like oh Spurs like Kane Son Ollie Erickson like they're great like but when we think about it and, and the data that we have with them specifically because I think they are a little bit unique compared to the other top four sides yeah. in this regard because I think that they have had so much more trouble against these deep line like two banks of four ten men behind the ball at all times than some of the other big teams where we have captainable assets like. With Liverpool and City in the last couple of years, I've never thought this ever. I'm just like, wow, that was a fluke. They only won two 0 Like I expect four, and they do four. They put four past, like you know, a lot of these yeah. sides. But Spurs don't, and I think that it's it's just an interesting thing. I think we need to be a little bit more clever about reacting to that, though. You know? Yeah, and, and it is. Rel- I mean, I think the reason that we're also harping on this is not just because we own Kane and Son. A lot of people own Kane and Son, and for a lot of people. Kane and or Son are be, are going to come out soon for Salah or other people who are better. So it's relevant because we had this shocking performance. Kane had no touches in the box and one shot with his left foot from fucking corner of the box worldy. And that's not what you want from your most extensive player in your team and your captaincy option. And so as we kind of look ahead and... We're all trying to get Salah and City kind of looked back and, you know, et cetera. Like, I'm moving away towards my Spurs assets. Yeah, away away from I'm, my Spurs assets, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be very team dependent in general, just how you're going to fit Salah if you don't own him. But, you know, that's going to be a big call. You're going to look at the players like Obbs or Kane or Sterling or Hazard. And you, know, you can't have every 11 million player in the game, obviously. And, you know, deciding which one of those players looks like they're going to have a, a, the worst medium-term outlook, as well as when you think about how you're spreading your funds away, looking at captaincy, especially if you're going to really be going on Mo Hard, which I expect pretty much everyone will be doing moving forward. Um, you have to think: Is Kane going to be worth it? I mean, twelve five is a lot. It's it's a lot more than Ob's one point something less now. I mean, that's a lot. So, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, Spurs are Spurs are tough, and you know we'll get more into it, I guess, after United when Sun leaves. But I'm. Very nervous about how they're going to look without Sun because I mean they struggled mightily without Sun at the beginning of the season, and they were like a two goal a game team for fucking three months, and they're going to go maybe could be going back to that is is concerning. It's very concerning to me. Yeah, and they're also really thin. Like their midfield is already completely fucked. Like they're starting Winks and Sissoko in every game, and it's like yeah. losing Skip their is. their best attacker. Can't help. Scipio, Scipio's definitely well, Scipio's knocking. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you mentioned the like Obs being a mill cheaper. There's also Kuhn, and it's like, yeah, Kuhn. you know, if you have a way to get to Mo that doesn't involve dropping Kane, I mean, Kuhn and Obs look a pretty nice change of pace option to me. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about Kuhn versus Ob on Slack today. I mean, it's 
To me, it's still one of those where, you know, there, there are more than, it's more than a fixture a week. Champions is coming back soon. I'm just, I like the security that OBS provides. And you I know, mean, Kuhn getting subbed and Kuhn, I'm not, I'm never captain Kuhn. So I'm just, I'm not sure. It's, it's close. It's close. Maybe, little, little sneak preview to our teams. I'm doing Kane to OBS and captaining OBS this week. Oh, man. I was talking about that on Slack also. Really? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was talking about it with Davey Boy and Raymond. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I've already I think made is... another transfer. I'll save it for later. Oh, my God. That's aggressive. Yeah, because we were talking about looking at captains. I think Obbs is by far the best captain. So yeah, not yeah. close. Yep. I mean, Fulham, Fulham could park a bus. I don't give a fuck what they're going to do. The names on the back of the shirts of their defenders are what they are, and they're fucking awful. Yep. And I mean, they're scraping cleans against the, the likes of Leicester, but when... Any team with some f- small remote form players are going to just savage them. I don't think that's going to be a close game. So, all right, well, we'll get there. That's a good job by you. Yep. Um, anything else? Or should I do some questions? Not that many questions. One day off, you know, short pod. Um, let's just do a quick. I mean, City, they put a few in today. They, they looked like they were flowing. Second half was a very strange game. I think they kind of. They have to conserve tired. energy, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Kevin knock, very very problematic. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing there, but he just can't seem to stay fit for two weeks. It's yeah. a diabolical thing. But three, they got three in. They, they could have made it four or five. Uh, Raz was buzzing up and down the wings. Yeah. I think City looked like they're they're riding the ship. I mean, they definitely needed an, an easy win going into the Liverpool game, at least for their psyches. But they look good, right? Yeah, to me, they just looked exactly like Old City. I mean, despite the goal, you know, whatever. Aside from that, going forward, I just feel like Dilva was just doing Dilva stuff and he got his goal and Raz was just terrorizing all day. Like, he should have legit had like a triple return today. Um, Like, with the chances that he set up and Kuhn was solid and Bilva was solid. I just thought they were good. Yeah, Kuhn was good. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, do some questions. Ricky Chubbs on Slack. Can Shakiri be in my plans post-City game? The case for him is, one, he has 60-plus minutes in all but one game in the last nine. Two, in that time, he has three eights and a 14. Three, he's 7-1, and four, he fucks so hard. Yeah, no, I mean, he's not even remotely close to an option. I don't know why anyone would consider him. I think he is. Nah, that's bullshit, dude. He's seven. If he was like 5-5, five, five, I'd be like, yeah, sure. But, I mean, he's playing in the midfield three. There are so many other players in that seven bracket that... You went ahead of him. That's ridiculous. Well, I know, but nails. compare him to the other guys: Rich, Siggy, Felipe, Martial, like whatever. Like, I want all of them instead of him. Why? Look at his look at his games. Because he's. I don't think he's nailed. I just don't think he's nailed. Period. So that's why I don't want him. Yeah, I mean, since game week nine, he started every game except like three or something like that, and he yeah. scores a lot. Like he has six goals, four assists in the season. Like he's been really, really good since. Since he started starting, I think it's interesting. I, I don't like it. Okay, don't like it. Um, Kuhn on Slack. What's up with this guy named Kuhn on Slack? And he's a Manchester United supporter. Yeah, his name is. I think that's his actual. Yeah, name I think in, his actual name is Kunal. Maybe um, best non Allison goalkeeper. Fab doesn't seem to be doing it. I think we've had this question for like four consecutive pods, and there's still <laughs> no. Cons- there's no consensus. No, well, the new consensus is if your name is Neil and oh you're a goalkeeper, then you're God. fucking get in there. If you're the first Filipino in Premier League history, you're fucking straight in. <laughs> Neil's, of, Neil's of all walks of life. No, there's obviously no answer. This is just an insanely annoying thing that 
always happens, and this is why I fucking started with Allison and stupidly got rid of That was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. All the goalkeepers are erratic. You just pick one, you stick, you know. You, it's just a nightmare. It is a nightmare. There's none that are going to get consistent cleans. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, honestly, right now, if I was making a goalkeeper transfer, I would get in the Palace, dude, the Spanish fuck. Guaita. I mean, he's fucking 4-2. I mean, I'm, you're not telling me that any any goalkeeper besides Allison, you're not telling me that any of them is worth whatever price they are more than Guaita at 4-2. There's no four or five goalkeepers. I mean, Palace teams. also have seven cleans. Yeah, all we do is clean our lives away. We play fucking like fifth most in the league. It's crazy. I mean, we play ten. We have four defenders, nine and defenders, six Towns and Wilf. Yeah, we play with midfielders and defenders. We don't even play with the fucking forwards. So you know, we're just we're that's all we do. So I mean, I think that's got to be the tip, right? I definitely think. He's, I mean, Wayne was back on the bench today, and Guaita has just been incredible. I, the save was. The goalie lap today was a little bit regrettable, but it was, a, it was tough. It was low and kind of just like an awkward one. He, he almost saved it. Yeah, and they in mentioned general, in highlights that like he couldn't really see it. Like PVA yeah. was kind of in the way, like lunging. Yeah. So. It was just a really weird one, but he's been so good, and he actually fucking comes for balls, which yeah. is for, so nice to see because Wayne never does that. He's always in no man's land. He just stands on his line like a big old. Yeah, oath, I but. think amongst budget guys, I, he would be my number one, and then F, Allison is just obviously the best for yeah. actual points. Yeah. I mean, I've had Patricio. He's gotten me through three straight blanks. It's been fucking awful. But yeah, I mean, I have Fab, and they just can't keep cleans. I mean, they have their defense is horrible. Two cleans since game week fourteen, which is like pretty fucking bad. And yeah, he gets his saves and bonus and stuff. But it's like you just look ahead in their schedule, and it's like I don't see a single clean. Like maybe this week home Brighton. That's like the best fixture, but like. Yeah, there's really very, very few games where I would like I would be surprised that in every match if they ever kept it clean. Yeah, so that's a problem. If you have, but the, the, the other main problem is that we don't have all these fucking extra transfers sitting around with nothing oh. to do. Like we all need to get mowing and shit. So yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, Fabianski though, on it, like you're when you look at the fixtures, the Brighton game is cleanable because Brighton fucking suck on the road and they just yeah. kind of suck in general, but. They're not giving me a clean the next four games for sure. Home so Arsenal you, at Bournemouth at Wolves home Liverpool just disastrous. So it's, it's it's a diabolical run. There's no. I mean at Wolves I don't probably not. That's the best chance. That's but like if a you ten percent chance of a clean. Yeah, but I mean if you do look at that and they do have some more reasonable fixtures, but it's certainly not like their outlook is going to be getting brighter. I mean their team just they're just not a good defending team. So. You could, after Bright make take a hit if you. I was going to say, are we talking clean, about a hit here? Because that's kind of what we're. If you, yeah, like if you hit one clean in those four, then you, you're going to come out neutral. If you hit two in those four, then you'll probably gain points on your replacement for for Fabianski after Brighton. So yeah, that's something to consider. That's a good point. I, I don't, that's a good point. I don't know. I don't love that, but it's just some. It's a shout. I guess. Yeah, I might. I might have to do that after Brighton because mm-hmm. it, it really is just. There's no upside at all. Like the no. the only way Fab gets points is if he saves a pen, which is like yeah. the least reliable thing. Yeah. You know. And I mean, like, look at Palace and those four. They have home Watford at Liverpool at Southampton, home Fulham. Obviously, at Liverpool is the throwaway, but home Watford at Southampton, home Fulham. Well, definitely keep one clean sheet. In yeah, those yeah, games. definitely one. Yeah. I mean, then we we could keep two, and then yeah. you're just you're then you're up in the plus side, but so. Yeah. All right. What else? What else and you're doing? saving a little money, which with yeah, Mo and all that stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Point three, point four. You know, it all helps. Uh, ben Urfi on Slack. 
Given I've fallen from around 100K to probably over 1 million after this week, and his two friends are running away from him in his money league, is there going to be an FMLFL Cup this, again this year so I have something to play for? We, ne- we haven't talked about this, so I threw this question in because there absolutely will be FMLFL Cup. It'll probably start game week 22, I think, like mid, mid-January, mid or late-January. And yeah, uh, 20, 22 or 23. We'll yeah, probably 22 do or it. 23. Everyone who's a patron on our Patreon will, you know, join and will seed in groups. There's group stages and there's like a big tournament bracket. It was so fucking fun last season. We're going to do it again. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I will do the group stages like you mentioned. Then we'll, then we'll do a little tournament style breakdown and it'll be great. And shout out to Aaron, programming legend, who's helping us not make it yeah. not a nightmare. Yeah, not manually <laughs> inputting every score like we were doing last year. It was a little bit prob- problematic for uh, your host here, but we got it done. Yeah, we got it um, done. But yeah, it's a, it's a really, really fun time to like be in Slack and be part of it and shit. So, yeah. good time to sign up. Um, Egbert on Slack. When selecting which three, give or take, premium assets to build your team around, which do you consider more former fixtures? It's almost impossible to ignore guys like Mo playing on another level, but it's also hard to ignore a fixture run for guys like Has, Kane, and now the United assets. Um, it's kind of a I, t- it's tough a one. little bit of I, my answer is actually like sort of none of the above. I more look at it on the team's attack. Because yeah. when I think of like first of all is captaincy, obviously. So, you know, we're gonna be captaining Mo for a while, so you throw that away. But you know, you always wanna have two captain options and you, if you're gonna have the heavy hitters you do, but I don't worry that much about fixtures when it comes to these types of players because they're playing on elite teams and they can score goals against anyone. But what I'm really more looking at is like how much do they attack, how many goals is a team how many goals are they gonna put past at someone on on their day? Things like that a little bit more, like, like you know, we, Chelsea have not had a really good ninety in a long time. I mean, Hazard's ticking; he's getting his little pens and diving around like he usually does, and things like this. But I, City are going to score four and five. Chelsea are not that team. That period. That's just no question. So you know, when I look at someone like Sterling versus Hazard, I would rather have Sterling because they're just going to be more bites at the cherry and more opportunities to score a goal. They're always flooding forward. They're always creating, they're, you know, they're all that kind of thing. So, you know, United also United are fucking firing right now and they're scoring for fun and at will. And I like the way their attack looks a lot more than a team like Spurs. I mean, they don't have premium assets, but these are kind of the things when it yeah. comes to the like elite players that I'm looking at the fixtures, I find like so much more important when I'm looking at players on bad teams. Because and, de- and defense, uh, defenders, and de- yeah, yeah, defense and bad teams like Rondon and like Jimenez. I mean, Jimenez was a fucking invisible ghost for eighty nine minutes and fifty nine <laughs> seconds of that game. He didn't do anything except for that toe poke goal. Like he was worthless. And you know, I benched him and I got him off for Kevin. Obviously, very good job by me. But those are the kind of things where you know what the game's going to look like. They're not going to be creating a lot. They're not going to be setting up like when they're they play a good yeah. Yeah, they're not going to have possession against good teams. So like Rondon, he's playing Watt from like okay, like that could be a back and forth, you know, those are a couple teams that are sort of similar. I want to start my my striker on a bad team when they play other bad teams. But with the good teams, you know, even when they play other good teams, they still fucking score, you know. We see what Liverpool do like against Arsenal, they put five in and, you know, those kinds of things. So I don't know. I don't know. That was long winded, but I think it makes sense, right? Yeah. No, that was a great answer. I loved it. 
And I just looked back while you were talking. Chelsea haven't scored more than two since November 4th, Home Palace. Yeah, I mean, they've been bad for a really long time, period. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Um, it has. It doesn't stop Haz from getting fucking 15s and shit. It doesn't stop Haz from getting one shot in a game and doing absolutely nothing. Um, that's all the questions. Is there other shit we want to talk about, or should we just, you know, keep it short, keep it tidy? Um, what are we looking around through? No, let's let's do our teams and cap and shit. I mean, there's one day off. Yeah, there's one day off. It's ridiculous. So, cap. As I spoiled earlier, um, I will be doing Kane to Obs and capping Obs. Are you going to float your other transfer? No, I already made my other transfer because oh, Laporte is dropping tonight. So and I would have dropped and I would have lost my. Don't tell me it. Don't tell me it. Let's do it last after. Okay. Um, yeah, Obs definitely, definitely my favorite captaincy option this week. Um, as mentioned earlier, with Fulham, Fulham are bad. I mean, they're they're good. They're parking now, and they're he's trying to yeah. park anyway. But they're a fucking bad team, and they have really bad players. So I think that that should be a good job for for yeah. Obs. Like like I talked to Kane. I talked to Kane. I talked to Nate for a second about it, and he was like. It'd be better, obviously, if Arsenal were coming off a little bit of form. Like their last few matches, they were diabolical in both of them. But you have to, like, Obs is their most important player. He's the main man. He does everything for them. He scores, he's been scoring at will all season. You have to back Arsenal to be able to get through Fulham at home. Yeah, he also, and then it's I mean, away I'll- West Ham after. It's like this, it's, it's the captaincy this week, but it's also. Three of the next four are home Fulham, away West Ham, home Cardiff. And yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, catching him for those three games. I mean, he does have Chelsea at home and then Man City also in, in coming up. But yeah, I, I I am not yet 100% sure that that's a trans. Like, I, don't, I like him a lot more than Kane Captain, but I don't know if it's like transfer worthy, if that makes sense. Yeah, for, for me, so I'm make, I'm, he's all part of my Mo plan. And basically, what a, a thing that I a decision that I made when I made my Laporte transfer and decided I was going to get OBS and stuff was that I wanted to keep a premium striker slot and not just completely ditch it and go all budget forwards because that I knew eventually I'm going to want to get someone back like I'm going to want to get Kane back eventually or Kuhn in or Rom or OBS or something. It's just like a whole like I don't want to have to keep cha- drastically changing the structure of my team over and over. Yeah. So I'm making money on the Kane to OBS and a lot of money on Laporte out, and I'm basically planning on a, two transfers. So minus four after this game week where Liverpool play City and get Mo and then, and that's that's where I'll be going forward. All right. Oh, well, let's get into that more in a sec. But so, other than OBS, I mean, Kane obviously is an option at Cardiff. Yeah, safe, but, super safe. Uh, I mean, I could not possibly consider or think about captaining Hazard if I owned him. But what, I'm seeing a lot of people captaining Hazard. He looks like he's sort of the runaway right now. I think he will be the runaway. Um, yeah, I mean, it's fine. He might score. He might he blank. Might he might shoot once, or he might. Not, I don't know. I just never. That's the thing with has. I literally never know what they're doing, and I don't know what he's doing. So yeah, I'm sure yeah, everyone yeah. who's listening right now is like, "Oh, you guys fucking hate has." Like blah blah blah. Like fuck you. I'm sure before 
the palace game you probably captain has and expected a return and he did absolutely nothing. You know, so that's what we're talking about is exactly that. Southampton looked pretty okay. Like their defenders are bad, but they're not like a they're not a Fulham or something like that. Like I could see them pressing and like giving Jorginho and Louise trouble and there's no service has and Marata's in because Pedro Giroud are hurt and stuff, you know, so it's like I don't know. I don't trust it. Yeah, I just never I just never know what their games are gonna look like. I don't know what they're gonna do, so yeah, I wonder if this then, week will take a lot of people off has or not. Like, I wonder if there'll be a reaction that and people because he just won't blanked. Come. Yeah, he was just horrible against Palace. So. Yeah. Um, what about United going to Newcastle? I mean, we know that that's usually a tough fixture for anyone going to to Rafa's Rafa's yeah, home court. His do you den. think there's? I, I don't like that fixture at all for a captaincy shot. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I don't it, like that do fixture think? for a captaincy shot when it's like City. So I don't like that captaincy shot when it's you know a brand new yeah. United side that yeah. haven't been tested. Yeah, I mean, uh, and then you know Mo can't really do that, right? It seems really bad. It's just silly. I mean, he, yeah, it just doesn't seem like there's much high upside there. Yeah, like I'd rather Captain Kane or Son than Mo, right? It's like safer. I mean, like we said, like Spurs have trouble with buses, blah blah blah. Like that could be a three nil. And like Liverpool, sure, Liverpool could score three or four against City. They did it last season, but City could also win three nil, and that wouldn't be crazy either, you know. And it's like you don't want to take that. Yeah. All right. So let's. So you. So you're you're fully in on going without Kane. That's going to be your your make weight. Yeah, I'm. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Like I, I've I've gotten points. He's been a solid captain. I've had my fun. I don't like at Cardiff. I don't know about Home United. They have good fixtures after that, but no Sun. And I just, I just like Ob's better. I just think he's like better. And I, yeah, and I want to get Mo in, and Kane is too expensive in my opinion. So that's like really the basis of everything. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it. He is the, the so my main thing is. I still have all these fucking city midfielders. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with them. Yeah. And Sun's and Sun's leaving, like, I mean, because I could just do Kane and Sun to Rash and Moak, simple. Or I could keep Kane and do, like, Kevin to someone and Sun to... So, I, like, I, I have options of where yeah. to get the money. So, like, if I do, I have to be 100% committed that I'm going to do Kane out for... Because, I mean, that doesn't obviously get me anywhere. It just lets me, you know... I'm still gonna have to. I'm so. I would still have to downgrade one of the city mids, but I could at least get a player in instead of someone who's like fucking horrible, like a five million guy. Like I could get Pereira in or something, Camarasa or something. No, but I could like I could do like Pereira and Mo in if I drop if I get that. Money oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, instead so of, I mean, I think it's easy to enough to. Uh, the good thing about it, well, no, because you have two frees too. That's what I ran into where I was like, okay, well, I have to make a transfer this week because I'm not gonna, you know, throw a free transfer away. So that's. Uh, that was me kind of like committing to this plan. So, yeah, I guess you kind of do have to decide soon. I mean, who would you captain if you didn't bring in OBS or someone else this week? I would probably stay on Kane. Yeah. Well, not stay on Kane. I would probably captain Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. I mean, I, Arsenal don't look good. <laughs> that I'm not like trying to lie to myself and be like, oh, they're flying and look good. Like, their last few games are really, really bad, but I rate Obbs really highly, and he just got done with the worst fixture in the league away at Anfield, 
And I expect them, you know, they have Chelsea and City, as you mentioned, coming up. The other games around Chelsea and City are home Fulham, at West Ham, home Cardiff, away Huddersfield, home Southampton, home Bournemouth. And I just, it's sort of the same reason we got Kane, you know, six game weeks ago or whatever it is. I just, in all of those green fixtures, I expect OBS to get at least single return with upside of triple return, you know. So that's yeah, why I, I mean, like it, and I'm making the money, and it, it's just I don't want a 12.6 million cane in my team when I'm capping Mo every week. Yeah, I mean, and you know they'll probably play Laka with him also for like more firepower and attack against these bad teams. Yeah, I mean I'm I like City's outlook obviously a lot more than Spurs, like I mentioned earlier about just the yeah, team attack too. looking at it. So, but it's Kev, still like Kev is a problem though. Kev is a problem, and I mean that is a thing. Like, I could just do. I could always get like Ration for Kane, you know. And I don't mind a front line of Rash, Jimenez, and Rondon. I mean, no, you know, it's, good. This, it's good. It's good. It's just this the structural thing that I wanted to avoid. Yeah, I personally don't care about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because it's you're always no, a double move away. But I was trying to basically avoid that scenario. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, Kevin is a pro. What do you think? I mean, am I being stubborn with Kevin just because no, I, I mean, I'm, him early? It's and- really hard because obviously Pep's not going to tell the truth. Like, Kevin yeah. could be 100% fine and just saving him for Liverpool. It's completely reasonable. And then you also have Sane, who <laughs> played five minutes and for the immediate future does not seem an essential piece of their plans. So I don't think... Think so. I think he just needed a rest. And you he think just Mar- one game off? I think, yeah. I mean, I think Mares was the worst player Mares on the was pitch. Very bad. Yeah, he, he was. was ridic- he's yeah. so much worse than Sonny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I like. I would rather have Sonny than Kevin. I think just because he's more forward. You know, I mean, yeah, Kevin's. Um, yeah. Kevin is Kevin's- a tick. You need like for Kevin to. Be valuable, and I remember we talked about this at the end of last season, or maybe it was in preseason this year. For Kevin to match his price and be valuable, he needs to be playing ninety every week because he's not nearly as ex- explosive as the other city assets. What makes him good is that he plays ninety every single week. You don't have to second guess it. He's a little bit cheaper, and he ticks. Yeah, and so if he's, he's- like on and off hurt, and like can't play two games in a row or like blah 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 then like yeah he's way worse than Sané and they're basically the same price yeah and it's also with that same kind of logic is how is he worth two million nearly two million more than Paul there's no world where that's an actual consideration that's just not real life anymore so that's also playing in the back of my head what what's the point of me holding Kevin who might not play this weekend in a really does, bad fixture anyway? Still a really bad fixture, and then if I'm gonna have to downgrade someone to free up money, like the only way I could keep Kevin is if I just do Sun and Kane to Rash and and uh, and Salah, and then I I forego Paul. Right. I mean, yeah, you it's. It's like daft to say that that's good. Like keeping Kevin seems really bad based on everything you're saying right now. He's probably going to drop in price soon. Um, yeah, I'm not really seeing the reasons to keep him. Yeah, they're not. They're not forming in my head. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of in there. I'm sort of there, especially with the other two I have already. Yeah, it's- you have Sane and Sterling. Like, you have a giant chunk of City Attack. I just love Kevin so much. Yeah, what's not to love? But he's nine seven, and that's a lot. So okay, so. So then the other thing is I absolutely need to get rid of Federico Fernandez. I cannot carry yeah, him. I anymore. still have Vinagre. <laughs> yeah, no, I but you're you're in a better position than me because you have actual good defenders. All my defenders are fucking diabolical. Oh, yeah, and I need, sure you rotate, yeah. I, I need I need to get Johnny in that spot because he's he only has like one bad fixture for a while and he's gonna really shore it up for me. So I did, I did Laporte to Johnny tonight before Laporte drops. You little cheeky devil. Little cheeky little Johnny in merchant. Johnny on the spot, baby. (laughs) And he's coming right in for me starting home palace. Yeah, it's it's a really, really good fixture for a clean, obviously. We don't score much away. So, so, I mean, do I... <laughs> I love the on on pod like pains of figuring out transfers. I don't know. We'll figure it out. You don't have to do it live like this. this second. No, I know, but I'm looking. I mean, prices are changing soon. Like, am I going to just let Paul go up again? I mean, I guess I don't need to, but yeah, it's it's fine, right? Point one probably won't make the difference. I mean, you can check right now, but yeah, what so, am I, what? I'm. I did. I'm doing Kane and Laporte up to Hobbs and Johnny, and then next week I'm going to do Sun to Salah plus one other move that's going to be hit, which will either be like a Felipe downgrade or an Alonso downgrade, and then I'm good. Like then yeah. my team is set. Yeah, I mean I'm basically going to be doing this, needing the same four kind of things. Like I'm going to do Fernandez. Out. I mean that's not for money. I just have to do that, or my shit's fucked up. But yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. going to be like Kevin, Son, and Kane spots. So yeah, I mean making the four moves and with three of them being free transfers to like upgrade across your entire team and bring in Mo, it just feels amazing. That's why. Before we started potting, I said to you, I feel like I'm like good to go right now because I have my plan. Yeah, because the other thing I am playing with a little bit is I could wait until after 22 because I do think that Spurs Home United is going to be a fucking yeah. Fest. You could absolutely wait for that, and I, I and I might not do Sun to Salah. I might do someone else to Salah um, just to keep Sun in that fixture, even though I won't have Kane. Like I still think Sun yeah. is good for that. Yeah, but just like getting pollen right now, I remember the first hit I took last season was to get pollen, and it was it was like game week, game week two or something when like everyone was bringing three them or, in. game week three or so. Yeah. It was a fucking nightmare. The thing with so United that, is like not, I, not, I really I'm not, not thinking about it. Yeah, like we we had our United talk already. We both are very high on them right now. I'm in. I'm not in a rush to get them though. Like away Newcastle, away Spurs. I'm. Good to wait till game week twenty three, which is then home Brighton, home Burnley, away Leicester, away Fulham. You know, like I, I don't think I'll get too wrecked. Even though Rashford probably won't play Newcastle, I don't think I'll get too wrecked in these next two game weeks. Paul, yeah, Paul's always an option. <laughs> Slack bought in. Always- I can't believe that he fucking triple returned today. It was insane. Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? Yeah, I don't know what happened. He's just <sighs> dabbing his way to the fucking golden boot. Oh my god, dude. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if I like this. 
Like what? Good. What what exactly are you looking at right now? Cab, I'm just like looking at these four yeah, I'm just looking at these four spots and just thinking about, you know, like the timing of it and if it's good. I'm not sure if it's good or not. Yeah. It's it, like I actually took to pen and paper, which means it's serious FPL time because I would never ever consider doing that. And I had to be like, okay, if I do Kane to Obbs, I have this much in the bank. Laporte to Johnny, I have this much in the bank. I'm captaining Obbs, starting Johnny. Okay, cool. Game week 22, how do I get Salah? Okay, I can do Sun to Salah and a hit, do this downgrade or this downgrade, whoever I like better in the moment. Cool. And then like game week 23, I can get like, Rich to Paul or Son to Paul or something, you know, like whatever order I decide to do things. So yeah. that's I have to take it to to pen and paper because it's so many transfers in such like a short window of time, and the price rises kind of dictate whether you can do it or have to wait or have to do it now. Yeah, well, that's a good job by you. I, mean, I wish I had that clarity. I fucking clear as mud right now. I'm telling you the secret is pen and paper, baby. No, I don't I can't do Yeah, that you have shit. to. Dude. You'll you're you're gonna unlock a whole new part of your brain. You know, we only use like ten percent of our brain or whatever. Don't don't talk to me. Pen about and this paper, shit. we just fly in percentages. So the other thing just looking at this, I mean I still need your help we're on the pod. So if I'm looking <laughs> at like if I'm looking at Johnny, Mo and Paul in yeah. her son, Kevin and fucking piece of shit, Fernandez. I have nine seven for that forward spot. That's a fucking disaster. Nine seven. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's just no man's land. Yeah, that's not good. I mean, your that forward spot should be Rashford. He's he. I would like under outside of the premium guys. I think it's very clearly Rashford's the best, and Jimenez is the second best. But having both is great. But I'm not going to have Pogba, Marshall, and Rashford. That's psychotic. Are you not, or are you definitely going to? That's what I can't tell. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, if you go Rash, you don't have to go Paul. Sounds like you'll have a ton of money in the bank. Yeah, I I could do, but then then what do I do with De Bruyne if I'm going to get rid of him right now? Mm, Yeah, I know what you mean. Because you have nothing in the bank right now, you mean? I have like point three. I don't know. Mm. Mm. So you'll, um, yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, that's tough for your forward spot. That's why the Fernandez move hurts because if you just made an extra, like it, like I'm gonna, I downgraded Laporte. I made like two fucking million on that move. So that lets me like keep OBS instead of going down to like a nine seven forward. Well, I can't downgrade for, downgrade Fernandez to to a two million defender because there are not. <laughs> so it's just me. me. I don't know what you want me to do with that. I'm just defending. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm mathing it out in my head because I can't see your transfer page. But yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. All right, this is too. There's too much. I need. This to This is the out. most we've ever rambled is, on our teams and transfers. Yeah, but is it bad. is a it's a critical breaking point of getting Mo in and and. What to do with Spurs and United and stuff? It, it does feel like an important part of the season. I also just want to point out that have not for literally not for one second considered getting rid of Sterling. Me personally. Oh my just god! To, negative. Just to put that negative seconds. 
Just to put that into the world. So. Yeah, yeah, we should talk about that because I'm sure people are like looking at like, why don't you go Sterling to Haas? Like, dude, <laughs> bruh. <laughs> Sterling, I'm not exaggerating for those that didn't watch this game live. He absolutely should have triple returned today. Yeah, he was, he was, doing he was it all. dynamite. Yeah, he was good. He's, Except I don't think he really shot too much. No, but fine. I mean, he created like four huge chances. Like, that's fine too. Sometimes you have to do that. I mean, like, yeah. FPL, if you boil it down, sometimes it's just get the best player on the best team. That's Salah on Liverpool. And then also get the best player on the second best team. That's Braz on City. It's like, they're going to be good. They're reliable. I guarantee they're both going to score a lot of points. So, God, maybe I just don't get Paul. I don't know. Fuck. Poorly. Yeah, well, let's let's wrap up pod, but I, I keep like, talking about that. Yeah, I like being friends with everyone that has Paul. That's a big thing. You want to hang out with the cool kids, yeah? No, because usually they have other players who I'm like, oh, Rich. Like I fucking love cursing Rich to fuck. Like I don't care about that. Right, right, right. Like Paul Holy is like, Anderson. oh my god, it's Paul. Yeah. I usually get Paul before anyone gets Paul when he's bad and he's bad on my team, and then I get rid of him. Like that's my usual thing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's always bad. He's bad in FPL until this second. <laughs> Thank God, I don't know what to do. He has eight returns this. in three game weeks. Like, if you subtract I those, hate, hate this. If you subtract these three game weeks from his total numbers, it's normal, Paul. You know what did he have before this? He had three goals and two assists on the season, and like a lot of starts. <sighs> All right. I, I I have literally no idea what to do. <laughs> this is going to be such right, well, a bad day tomorrow. Holy shit. No, no, it's going to be great. We're going to hang out on Slack and figure it out. It's it's right. I'm telling you, dude. It's going to be fine. We're going to you're going to come out ahead. Let me slap a new patron Patreon friend. We got one new friend this week. We got Simon Downling. No, it's Dowling, I think. I don't know why this typo in. But, uh, he's a Nirvana guy. He's a good guy. Oh, good guy. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah, welcome to the fucking pod. Um, that's patreon.com slash FMLPL. Just to remind again, the FMLPL Cup is going to be coming soon. It's a good time to be alive. Um, any last words? Any New Year's wishes or something? Nope. Happy New Year, everyone. You want to give yeah. one of those? No. Oh, come on, Adam. Oh, come on. You just did it for both of us, Alon. You're okay, the fucking... Uh, I'm the Jimbo. <laughs> Check us out! Head up from Elfield.com. Follow on Twitter at Elfield. Sports Patreon.com. Slash Elfield. Subscribe for the future. Elfield. 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 Elfield.